Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Last year, I did a podcast for, at the request of some graduating nurses, some of our graduates, right before, right around the time of their graduation in December. And it was well received and it's one of my favorite topics. Actually, the whole concept of new grads moving into practice, that whole first year, right before they get the job, all of that is very, very uh, interesting to me and actually one of my favorite things. Um, so when you move into your new job, I would love to chat with you about it. If you're having any issues, come and see me, call me, email me. But really, I'm doing this right now for those of you who are have graduated in May and are looking for jobs. I know many of you have found jobs it's kind of a rough time, so I know there's some of you who haven't. I hope that some of you were able to uh, participate in the Star RN um, webinar yesterday that HCA provided for us. Um, if you did, I'd love to hear how it went. I wasn't able to be there, I had another meeting. But regardless, I wanted to uh, chat with you guys just a little bit and give you some advice you can take it for what it's worth. You don't have to follow my advice. Um, I do have some experience in this area. My last job at the bedside, which was my favorite job at the bedside ever, I took care of open heart surgery patients. And we had a nursing school, the University of Nebraska, that sent nursing students for their practicum experiences, and I always had a practicum student. Actually, pretty much for my whole career, I've taken a lot of students because I really enjoy that, especially the practicum students in their last term. But everyone that I that I precepted got hired, and I was able to give them a lot of good advice about how to interview. So, I'm gonna give you my best advice on how to get a job as a nurse. <clears throat> Pardon me. So we start off with the resume, right? So your resume, unfortunately, has to be tailored to the job. It does require a bit of work. So here's the deal. I know you know this, but I'm just going to review it. Hospitals, big organizations, don't have somebody sitting at a computer and printing off all of the applications that they get and looking at all the resumes by hand. They have a computer program that matches resumes and applications with the jobs that they have in the computer. So a nurse manager needs an RN. And just like here at the college, <laughs> that if I am hiring somebody, they have to submit a request and they put in the job description. They probably have a standard job description for an RN, for an ICU RN, and then they sort of tailor it to whatever they need. And that job description gives you quite a bit of information. Sometimes it can be a little bit hard to find all of the elements of the job description. So just um, for the fun of it, I pulled, I just went into Indeed. I'm bad about going into Indeed and seeing what's available. And I just happened to look at a clinical nurse coordinator, which is not a position for a new grad, but I, it had a good job description in it. So I just opened it up and looked at it. So the, the idea is that the computer is going to prioritize resumes and applications that have keywords and key phrases that match the 
job description. So in this job description, right, it says that the, one of the primary primary responsibilities will be to collaborate with the multidisciplinary team to coordinate, evaluate, customize, and deliver high-quality patient-centered care. So somewhere in your resume, even if you haven't done that, even if you haven't practiced, you can say, you know, that in your in school, you collaborated with the multidisciplinary team to coordinate patient care and deliver high-quality patient care. So you don't want to copy it exactly because that's kind of uh, telltale right there. But um, you know, find some keywords and key phrases that match the job description. The second one is exercise judgment and provides direction regarding patient care assignments using established policies and procedures. So you can say, learn to use established policies and procedures to provide direction regarding patient care assignments, something like that. And you have a better chance of the computer picking out your, um, your application and resume and sending it on to the nurse manager, okay? So, um, that's the first clue, right? And it is time consuming because you're probably going to have to do that for every job that you apply for. Now, you can get some keywords and phrases that will help you and you can kind of use them over and over because you'll see that a lot of the job descriptions are similar. But you still need to tailor it to the job that you are applying for, okay? Be sure you don't just focus on, oh my gosh, I'm a new grad, you know, I. What am I going to do? I don't have nursing experience. Be sure that you're looking at all the experience you have. Um, there's not many of you in our program who haven't worked or are not working. And many of you are working in hospitals or healthcare organizations. So be sure you put those keywords and phrases in there. If you've been working in the kitchen at a hospital, you collaborated with a multidisciplinary team to provide high quality patient care, right? You used established policies and procedures to help provide you direction regarding patient care, right? It doesn't matter where you were working, you did those things. You need to draw on that. Okay, so that's a, a good way to get your resume and your application noticed, okay? I will tell you that, especially right now in this environment, nurse managers are really struggling, especially here in South Florida. There were so many issues. In March and April and most of May, the hospitals were, especially April and May, hospitals here were empty and a lot of nurses were furloughed. A lot of, not just nurses, but hospital workers. Their budget was really stretched. Now they're being inundated with patients and they have sick employees. So there's a lot going on. So if you know the nurse manager's name or if you know somebody who works on that unit, you can certainly look it up and send a personalized email or drop a personalized voice message that you're very interested in working in that unit. You would very much appreciate if they would look at your resume and application. You can even attach your resume directly to the email. But don't annoy the you-know-what out of them, okay? <laughs> Just one message, and if you know somebody who works on that unit. Um, I don't really know a ton of people who work at the hospitals anymore now because it's been a couple of years since I've worked with the two major hospitals, well, actually the four major hospitals in Broward County, but I could always try. You could always let me know and I can try. 
You should also look at some non-traditional places. So I know most of you want a job in the hospital and definitely I like that idea too. I think it's good experience. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with looking for a job in long-term care, looking for a job in home care, looking for a job in some alternative sites. They can be very good places to grow your career and support you through all of the next phases. You can also get really, really good experience by working at those jobs and then translating that experience to another hospital job. So don't just look at hospitals. Look at some, you know, less than traditional jobs. I graduated in the early 1980s before we had the NCLEX that was online. We didn't even call it NCLEX. And there was a long period of time between graduation and getting to take the NCLEX, which was just the nursing licensure exam. (laughs) And then it was a good three months to get your results. So yes, I hate you people who get your results in 24 hours. I don't really hate you because I I look for those results every day. But yeah, we had to wait like three months to get our results. So we worked as graduate nurses. I couldn't get a graduate nurse job. It was the early 1980s. It was Southern California. There were too many nurses. There wasn't a shortage. It was right before the shortage hit. I spent my first three or four months as a graduate nurse working the 3 to 11 shift in a nursing home. And let me tell you something. I still count on or call on some of the things that I learned from the people I worked with in those three to four months. When I got my license, I did get hired at a hospital and they were very understanding about it. I actually worked there off and on for them per diem for a while. But you know what? I got great experience, especially, especially basic care, organization, giving medication safely and communicating right? Communication is a huge deal. So look for non-traditional jobs. Okay. Okay. So now you sent a resume, you tailored it. Now you're getting a call back, right? They're calling you and they're saying, we want you to come for an interview. So in between the time that you're sending those applications and you're getting ready to go to interviews, there's a lot of prep work you can do. And the more prep work you do between the better you'll be at the interview. Interviews are your time to shine. You can't just go into an interview blind and expect to do well. You have to prepare. So the first thing I'm going to suggest, and I know this can be a little controversial and I apologize for that, but I'm just, I'm just speaking from my heart here, is what you wear. So for men, you should wear a tie. You should wear a shirt and tie, a long sleeve shirt and tie. You don't need to wear a jacket, but you should wear dress pants and dress shoes. You don't have to wear some fancy shoes, but I'm just saying not sneakers or whatever you call them. And (laughs) now, um, anyway, you should wear a tie. You can go to Goodwill and get a tie. You can call me and I'll, you know, lift a tie from my husband's closet who never wears them anymore and loan you one. You can go to your dad or your friend's dad or somebody and borrow a tie. You guys can all go in together and buy one and share it between all of you. So you just need a shirt and tie, a a nice white shirt, a nice light blue long sleeve shirt and a tie. If you want to wear a jacket suit, great. But I'm just saying pants, a belt, shoes, not sneakers, and a tie goes a long way. Why am I saying this? Because still, in nursing, the majority of managerial positions are held by um, baby boomer nurses. 
okay? Baby boomer women and baby boomers. And it's just a thing with us. So I apologize for that, but it is just a thing with us. So for women, I always suggest a jacket. You don't have to wear a skirt. You can wear pants. It doesn't have to be a suit. The pants and the jacket don't have to match, but a nice blouse and a jacket, pants or skirt, and here we go. Don't get mad at me. Closed-toed shoes. A nice pair of flats or low pumps. You know, because a lot of you have seen me, that I am not some fashionista. I don't dress well. But I do know how it looks in an interview, and I do know what they're looking for. So keep your hair up, all of you, no matter what gender you are. Earrings to a minimum. So think nursing school when you put on earrings. And I am not a person who does not like tattoos, okay? I know this is controversial at well. Body art is great. You only have to take a look at my family to know that it's not, my family members, especially my extended family members, to know that it's not a big deal with me. I'm just saying that in an interview, if you can cover them up, it's a good idea. Um, again, it's not something I think is wrong or bad. I have a vintage tattoo, and when I say vintage, I mean vintage that you'll never see. But <laughs> I'm not against them. I'm just saying for an interview, it's a good idea to cover them up, okay? Again, for women, you can buy a cheap pair of closed-toed pumps or shoes at Walmart. You're only going to wear it for an interview or two, okay? All right, so you're prepared with what you're going to wear. Now you need to be prepared ahead of time for what you're going to say. You can prepare for interviews between now and your interviews if you haven't had any. There's several different ways. There's a career center on Broward.edu and you can practice interview as many times as you want. When I'm going for an interview, I actually Google, but I don't use Google, I use DuckDuckGo. I actually search interview questions for whatever job that is. And I usually get some really good interview questions and then I practice my answers to those. And the way I practice my answers to those is to write them down. So write down some questions and practice answering them. I have suggested before to all of you that you take some notes during your nursing career. I mean, sorry, take some notes during your nursing school career. So jot down what kind of patients you've taken care of, what kind of challenges you've faced during that day. If you need to, go back over your classes, see if you kept any of your class materials, especially journals that you might have kept if they've asked you to journal about your patient care or post-conference. And really think about some of the challenges you've had with some of your patients and some of the family situations and maybe even some of the um, instructor situations you've had or questions that baffled you and how you handled those because you can call on those during an interview, right? So when you get to the interview, nurse managers are going to be looking for nurses who plan to stay there. They are interested in your professional development. They are interested in your personality, but let's face it, nurse managers are trying to run a unit. They're trying to stick to a budget and they're trying to get their patients taken care of. So these are their priorities. So you're looking for a job, you need to know their priorities. Okay, so they're going to ask you, where do you see yourself in five years and 10 years? Don't say, I plan to be a CRNA in five years. Because guess what? 
They don't want to hire somebody who's going to be leaving them within five years. It costs millions to hire a new nurse. Okay, hundreds of thousands. So they want somebody who's going to stay. So if they say, where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years? What are some good things to say? Things like, I'm really looking for an organization where I can grow and spend my career. Okay, that's a good one. I understand how important it is to get a good foundation and I see myself as taking care of patients, right? That doesn't mean um, <laughs> that you're never gonna go anywhere, but those are, those are good things to say. They're going to ask you um, about some of the challenges you faced and you have already written down some answers. So what I also suggest is that you take with you to the interview, if you're a man, if you want to take a simple briefcase, that's fine. If you're a woman, a small purse, that's fine. I suggest to everybody that you take along something that I call a portfolio or a padfolio. So it's just a, a, a folder, a thicker folder that has a pad of paper in there. Write down some notes so that it's fine to refer to that. So if you start to get nervous, <coughs> pardon me, you have some notes to refer to, right? So it's okay to open that up and look down at it. Take a pen with you so you have something to hold. Open that up and have it in your lap during the whole time you're interviewing, that's fine. They would like to see that you're prepared, that you've thought through this. One of the questions they always ask is, what is your greatest weakness? What are some of your weaknesses or what do you see as your weakness? Well, if you're a new grad, I mean, certainly you can say, this will be my first patient care, or my first RN job. Right? You're not going to say, well, I don't have any experience. You're going to say, this will be my first RN job. And then if they continue, a really good weakness to have is that you expect a lot of yourself. I always tell everybody to use that weakness during an interview. You know, I'm going to end up interviewing with one of you guys someday, and I'm giving you all of my secrets. <laughs> so you better hire me. But anyway, you can always say, well, I tend to be kind of hard on myself. Okay. They're also looking for nurses who are self-starters. So find some ways to talk about that in your interview. You know, when they give you some of the scenarios, try to focus on the fact that you took initiative. Be humble, but still you have to promote yourself. The other thing they want are looking for and want in new nurses is resilience. It is challenging. The bedside is a challenging environment. It's very rewarding. There's nothing else more rewarding, I'm telling you. But it's also challenging. And they're looking for nurses who can handle those challenges. So look back and talk about some of your resilience. This is where those of you who may have had issues with failing a class or two, this is where you put that in a positive light, that it you know, I had some challenges in my med surge class, and this is what I did. I found out more about myself and how I study. I applied that knowledge, I studied harder, and the next time I aced it. So talk about some of the things that you did in your life, right? That helped you and helped you to be more resilient. This is not the time to say, well, I never had any problems and I sailed through nursing school and everything's peachy. Yeah, everything's peachy, but you need to let them know that you've overcome some challenges. That's important. And you need to paint it in a positive light. Here's something else. 
keep any sort of bitterness that you have had about past things. Just, just keep it inside for the interview, okay? Keep it positive, focus on the positive. Now, you've answered their questions, you've written down some stuff, so you're prepared. <clears throat> They're going to ask you if you have any questions. You should have some questions, okay? I would say one or two questions. Write them down in your portfolio. Can I say something else about the portfolio? I have a couple of those here in my office on Central. I'm happy to loan you or show you if that's what you're looking for. Um, I've loaned them out to other people. I'm fine with that. Okay. What are some good questions to ask? Don't ask, what is your nurse to patient ratio? Okay. What does that show them? That is a red flag for them. Oh, all they are interested in is how many patients are going to have to take care of. That's not a good thing to ask. You can find that out later. You can ask around about that, but that's not a good thing to ask in an interview if you're trying to get the job. You're trying to get the job. So a good thing to ask are, what are some of the opportunities per, for, that you offer for professional growth? That's a good one. Um, when are you planning to make the decision about this job? When could I expect to hear something? Uh, what are some other things I, I've asked in interviews? I ask a lot about what are the opportunities for professional growth. Um, that's really important. So focus on what you know that nurse managers or what you can find out nurse managers are looking for during your interview. Um, they're looking, you know, they're looking, they're day-to-day -day managing these departments. And they're looking to make sure that people are going to be on time. You know, if you can bring up your punctuality, that's fantastic. As one of your weaknesses, do not say, well, I have trouble getting there on time. Don't say that. <laughs> Work on your punctuality and then don't mention it. Um, so they're looking for that. They're looking for people who are going to stay. They're trying to manage things within a budget. They're looking for nurses who have a caring and empathic attitude that will translate to their patient care. They're looking for nurses who are going to contribute to positive patient satisfaction. So in any way that you can throw those things in when you're answering questions, that's great. They're going to ask you scenarios, so throw those things in with the scenarios, right? What were some of your challenges? Well, I had a patient who was very unhappy about X and I was able to do Y and I understood their concerns. I sat in the room, I did this. I mean, give some good examples. But like I said, you're going to be nervous, so write them down. Okay, you're done with your interview, right? Now what do you do? You send a thank you note. Again, an email is very nice. You can send a nice email. You can ask them for their card when you leave the interview. Could I have one of your business cards? That will have their email address on it. It will also have the physical address where they are located in the hospital. And a handwritten thank you card is very, very nice. It will get to them. You just jot a thank you note. You can, you can again, look on an internet search engine and look for some things to say in a thank you note. Brief and to the point, summarize. Thank you so much for the interview. I have strong interest in working on 3 North at Blank Hospital. I enjoy telemetry patients or whatever. I believe that I am a good fit for your unit and for the organization and I look forward to hearing from you. And then thank you and sign it. A handwritten note is very nice. Um, again, 
you're dealing with mostly baby boomers in, in nursing leadership roles. And you know, we like that sort of thing. Sorry, it's true. It's gonna change pretty soon. When you're in the role, you'll get a handwritten note and think, who is this crazy person who actually sent mail? If there's even such a thing as mail then. But anyway, those are my tips. Um, I would love to hear how it's working out for you. I'd love to hear how some of your interviews went. I'd really like to hear about how things are going as you start your new jobs. Um, I actually do have some pretty good advice for how to uh, transition into a new job too. So I'd love to share those with you at some point if you're interested. Um, I hope you guys are having uh, a great time. I'm so proud of all of you for finishing. Those of you who've already passed your NCLEX, those of you who are currently taking your NCLEX and studying for it, and I'm so proud of you. Keep in touch and take care.